0: Our uh, scripture this morning is uh, probably a fairly, hopefully it's a fairly familiar one. This is from John chapter 1, the very first words of the Gospel of John, um, beginning in verse number 1. John writes, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not understood it. John begins his gospel with these three words, in the beginning. And I think that that probably, for most of us, that takes us back to another book of the Bible that starts off in the beginning, and that's the beginning. The beginning of the Bible starts off that way, right? In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And I think John did that intentionally, saying that, that in the beginning of the story of Jesus, it actually is in the beginning of the story of time. Before time, that we know it, that before time of the universe, in the beginning, there was the Word of God. There was this, this person of God that existed. Because in the beginning, we see... God said, let there be light. And God said, let there be an expanse between waters. God said, let the water under the sky be gathered to one place. God said, let the land produce vegetation. God said, let there be lights in the expanse of the sky. God said, let the water teem with living creatures. And God said, let the land produce living creatures. God said all these things and it all happened. But I think what we see here when John says, in the beginning was the word, I think one thing that we kind of understand is that as God spoke, it wasn't the voice of God, it wasn't the, the sound of God's voice that brought these things into being, that there's this person of God that has this power, this creating, life-giving power that brought all things into existence, and that's the word. As God speaks, there's this active part of God bringing life and new life into existence. And so I think if we maybe kind of think about it in, in our terms, our human terms, um, that when we speak, you know, the power of what we say is not in our voice. Uh, it's, it's in the words that we speak, right? Our lungs push air and our throats, our vocal cords they, they create sound and then our mouths and our tongues form words. You know, there's this process of us speaking, but it's not the sound of our voice necessarily that has the power. Although a mom's voice, certain tones of a mom's voice has a lot of power to it, um, but, uh, but it's really the words we speak. It's the words we say that can enrage or encourage. The words we speak can build up or tear down. It's the words themselves that have the power in which we speak. And I think that's kind of what we're seeing here is in the beginning, as God brought all things into existence, there's this this person of God that already existed that had this power to bring life, to create new life, and bring all things together in this harmonious way. So John says, in the beginning was the word He was with God and he was God from the very beginning. Going on to verse number six. There came a man who was sent from God. His name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light so that through him all men might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to every man was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who, who did receive him, to those who did believe in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or a human's will, but born of God. The word became flesh. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, but God, the one and only, who is at the Father's side, has made him known. This is the word of our holy God. Amen. So this uh, this author of this Gospel, John, he declares that there's this person of a holy trinity that is there before anything ever came into existence within our universe. There's this person that already existed before the beginning of our world, and then that person of this Holy Trinity became flesh and blood himself. He came, became a human being, and he dwelt right here on the same earth that we live upon. And he said that when this being, this, this divine, spiritual, eternal being became a human being, his name was Jesus. That's who Jesus Christ is. This wonderful child that we celebrate, this wonderful uh, man that did so many good and wonderful things in the lives of of so many people, This, this man that had great teachings, and then this man that died on a cross and rose again, John's saying, actually, this man, his origin, his beginning is eternal. He was a person before he ever became a human one named Jesus. There was a moment in time where this girl named Mary gave birth to a child. And we see this human side of Jesus where he was this little child, this little infant that grew up learning to walk, learning to talk, stumbling and falling, learning the ways of this world, having friends that that he liked and played with, having friends betray him and 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 friendships are broken. He grew up having having family and and brothers and sisters, and all the joys and all the not-so-joyous moments that come with having family. He grew up experiencing life the same way we did. He was a human one. But he's also the divine one that comes from before time even began. There's these two wonderful aspects of Christ that completely make him. He's totally human, but he's totally divine as well. This wonderful understanding of who Jesus is that he comes revealing to us who God is. As John's writing all through his gospel, he writes about light and darkness. There's this wonderful theme of of the darkness of this life that we have because in this world there is darkness. In this world there is darkness of sin. There's this, there's this darkness that seems to cloud over us and tries to hide the God that is ever-present to us. This life that we are supposed to have with God, we're supposed to be able to just... I think we're supposed to just be able to look around and see love and grace and goodness all around us. I think we're supposed to be able to just look at all of creation and see how beautiful it is and think there must be a creator. To look at all the stars in the sky and think how small I am, but how intricate our bodies are. There must be a creator that brought all of this together because it all flows so wonderfully together. We're supposed to be able to look into creation and into the lives of each other and, I think, see the goodness of God all around us. But there's this darkness that clouds that. There's this darkness that keeps us from seeing God and experiencing God in the way we were created to experience God. And we kind of get lost within that darkness sometimes. So John says that this person that gives life to all the universe became a human being. In fact, he became the human being. The one so much, so perfectly what humanity was created to be. He's this example to us of what our life was created to look like. Loving, compassionate, serving others, bringing others closer to God all the while being completely focused on this relationship with the eternal God. That's the life of Jesus. And it's this light for us, showing us that God is here, God is present. There is goodness all around us. There is love always being showered over us. So there's this light shining through the darkness of sin and struggle and burden pride and greed. There's this light shining through all of that, revealing to us what real life is supposed to look like. True life. Life with God that we were created to have. So this one who who is God becomes a human being and reveals to us that God is not just up there somewhere in the sky and, and one day we will go be with God. Or he doesn't reveal that that God is is, is back then when there was these earthquakes and seas were parted and floods and, you know, God was back then when all this happened. And then God even became a man, but then he died and ascended to heaven. And so sometimes I think we get the impression maybe God's not really around here, especially in a time when there is so much conflict, when there's so little that we can agree upon. In a time when our lives have to be completely shut down because of a sickness that is going around. It's maybe easy to see in our loneliness and in our despair, in our feelings, our hard feelings we have towards one another, it's hard to look around and, or easy to look around and say, where is God? Is God even here? But Jesus comes as a light shining into the darkness saying, God is here. God is all around, and God has always been all around. God has not left. God has never been gone. God is here in his very present, and here's where God is. He shines into our darkness, revealing where God is for us, revealing the goodness that surrounds us, the love that's pouring over us, drawing us into this wonderful relationship with God, drawing us into true life the life we were created to have with God through this person that gives us life to begin with. Jesus in John chapter 8, verse 12, Jesus says, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Jesus says he is the light of the world. He is the one who has come into the darkness, shining for us, revealing to us what true human life is supposed to look like, the compassion, the love that we're supposed to have for one another. He comes showing what an obedient life looks like. Complete surrender to the will of God, saying, God, you are the creator of me, the creator of all these things. You're the purpose for all of this. Showing to us, what real life with God is supposed to look like. And then he says, whoever follows me will never walk in darkness. I don't think he means that we'll never have dark times, we'll never have struggle, we'll never have moments of, of doubt. But I think what he means is that once God is revealed into our lives, once we realize there is this creator that made us for a reason, there's a creator that brought us into existence for us to have this eternal loving relationship with God, once that happens, our lives start to be transformed. We start to see and view the world in a different way. We start seeing the goodness that is around us, the love that is supposed to be shared. As God is revealed, we live in this light of the relationship we have with God. As Christ comes and we follow Christ we start, to exam, we start to feel like these uh, burdens, maybe, of life are being lifted. Sometimes, you know, uh, as, as John said early on, that the, that the light of the world came into the world, but the darkness didn't recognize him. The one that created the world came into his own creation, but his creation didn't even recognize that God was with them. I think there are times in our lives where maybe we actually love the darkness more than we love the light there are moments that maybe we actually cling to the hurt more than we're willing to release that hurt. Sometimes um, I've heard folks say it. I think I've probably said it in my life, and probably most of us have said this at one point or another. When there's someone who has hurt us, maybe deeply, we say, I can't forgive them, right? Those are words we say. I can't forgive them. And I think what we're really saying, well, maybe what we mean is we we mean to say, I can't for whatever reason, I just can't let go of that. But I think what we're really, truly saying is, I'm I'm not willing to let go of this because I don't want to be hurt again. Somehow, by holding on to this this hurt, this bitterness, this anger, somehow carrying this burden of of division between another person, somehow carrying that burden with me. I'm able to to guard myself from being hurt again. But in this life with God, we start to become transformed. We start changing. And these burdens that we carry with us, we start to let go of little by little until maybe one day we even get to a place where we realize I can forgive them. That doesn't mean I'm not still guarding myself from the pain a little bit, But at least I'm in this place where I can forgive. I realize I want to be free of this. This is something hindering me. Keeping me from loving others the way I'm supposed to love them because of the hurt that I experienced with this one other human being. That I carry with me and keep myself guarded. This light shines into our darkness and reveals where we are carrying burdens, where we are carrying struggles with us that... We were never intended to carry to begin with, but we hold on to them, and this is a way that the darkness hides the goodness of God from us. We carry the burden of of the, the anger, the bitterness that we have towards one individual, and that keeps us from loving relationships with other individuals. But in time, in life with Christ, growing deeper in relationship with God, being transformed, into this true human life that we are created to live, the the example that we have through Jesus Christ, we start to get to a place where we realize, I can forgive them. And maybe someday, as we continue to grow, we even get to a place where we can love that person. That probably doesn't all happen at one moment. That's probably a process that's going to happen in our lives. But when Christ comes, that light shines into the darkness that is in our lives. We start to realize, when I say I can't, I know I'm supposed to. And so that means I can, if I'm willing to. Christ comes into our darkness so that we can be the true humans that we were created to be. Created in the wonderful image of God. This perfect, wonderful image that loves, that is compassionate and merciful. This wonderful image that serves, that is humble. This is the life of Jesus. The the pure human one that comes to show us what it means to be human. So he comes as a light shining into our darkness, and as we follow him, he says, we will no longer walk in that darkness. We start to walk out of it. The burdens start to fall away. The struggles that we have in life are still very real, and we still face them, but we face them with a different set of eyes. We face them with a different heart because we start to see that the struggles of this life really are just sometimes so small. Sometimes they're very real and very painful, but there's this greater purpose. There's this greater thing that is happening where no matter the struggle here, I've always got this wonderful relationship of God constantly, eternally in my life. And so even in the struggle, there's still this goodness of God. Even in the pain, there is still the compassion and love that, that God shines into my life for me. And Jesus says that as we will no longer walk in the darkness, he goes on to say uh, in verse 12, and they will have the light of life. That we will have the light of life. At the beginning, John says that that the word was this, the word gave us life. In In the word of God was life, and the life was the light of men. That he is our light, right? But in here in verse 12, Jesus says, but now we will have the light of life that as Christ transforms us and works in our lives, as we start to grow in this deep relationship with God, all of a sudden we start becoming a light for others around us. All of a sudden, this life that we were living where we just can't forgive, this life where we just can't let go of, of what we have in this world or we, where we want to hold on to the bitterness, where we want to hold on to to our our pride, our egos, maybe. This life that we're holding on to things that keep us from being fully human in Christ, we start letting go of, and all of a sudden, Christ says, we have this light shining from us. God's love and compassion becomes radiant through us to those around us. We start beginning to come to a place that maybe we can share that with others around us. So maybe... As we're growing in this relationship, as we are starting to get into deeper relationship with God and living in this light of Christ, all of a sudden we hear a friend or a loved one that says, you know, I still struggle with this thing that happened. And they say, and I just can't forgive them. All of a sudden we find ourselves in a place where we can say, you know, I used to say that too. Till one day, I just said, God, I forgive this person. It took me a while to work through the pain. It took me a while to work through the place where I could actually respect them, love them, hope good things for them. But once I released myself from that burden, I became a new person because I was free to just experience love and compassion and grace and truth the way God created me to experience it. All of a sudden, we are this light for other human beings, right? That can't forgive. These other humans that, that are in this darkness and God seems hidden away from them, all of a sudden, we become a light to help them see the goodness of God in them and around them. We become someone that they can talk to. I understand what you mean because there was a time I couldn't forgive them but I did, and it took me a long time to get to that place to where I could love them, but it happened too. We become this light for others, and that's the way we were created. We were created to have this wonderful relationship with God, life given to us by this this person of God that John calls the Word. By the Word of God, we are given life and He is our light. And we are, when we are fully living within that light with Christ, we just become the light to those around us. And sometimes that is a light that we shine that even takes very little effort. Really all it takes is compassion, love for others. But when we're holding on to the burdens, when we're holding on to the, the, the pain When we're hiding ourselves within the darkness, it's tough for us to be the people God created us to be. So the light shines into our darkness and calls us into life to become the humans we were created to be, that we would shine the light onto other humans and they would come to know God. The love of God, the goodness of God through Jesus Christ would be revealed to them in their own lives so that they may become people of God. This is the way God has created us. This is the way God intended. This is the way John teaches it in his gospel. So here we are in this new year. A new beginning, a new time, and we can start to realize life's probably not going to get back to the way it was as COVID numbers start to come back up, as places maybe start to close down, as there's snow and weather outside and we still can't get... You know, more than 20 people here on a Sunday morning. All of a sudden, we're back to those days. Um, But it's a new beginning. Because God is here. The word that brings life and brings new life is here. It's a new day. And Christ says, come and follow me in the light of true life that you may have the light of life to share with others. Maybe in this new year, we can all resolve to seek God more fully than we ever have before with the hope that by the end of this year, we will look back and say, I am closer to God now than I have ever been in my life, and I love it. I think that's what's supposed to happen every year. Just a suggestion as we head into this new year. Amen.